Hi, my name is Andrew Coles, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles, with over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a couple of degrees. My parents walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, science, and faith, and many songs which they leave for me to find on the web and add to the podcast. The podcast is unscripted and unedited, but I sometimes wonder if they should at least have a cough button. Being unscripted and unedited, you get to hear them the same way that I have for my entire life. They pull no punches when telling you about where they've stumbled in the past. Many stumbles you can probably relate to. I'm glad you get to hear just a little bit of what I have learned for almost 16 years from my mom and dad. So, without further ado, from Holy Owned and Operated, here's On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast with my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Butterflies. Is that your prayer? Butterfly? Butterfly? Huh? Is that the prayer? Butterfly? Butterfly? Bees and butterflies. Bees and butterflies? Yeah. It's a dog and a butterfly. That's, it's a heart song. Yep. Bed bugs and Valley. I don't even need test to see if you're talking. Numbers moving? I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. 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 Thank you, Lord, for a beautiful day and my beautiful wife and thank you for our listener we ask you to help us as we walk along that we don't stumble in our steps or our words mostly we want to make sure that we do what you have blessed we're not asking that you bless what we do to get it right. So, thank you for being with us always in tough times and easy ones. So we know that you know it all and have seen it all and have been through it all. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> We've been doing this so many times and still yeah, don't know it. Still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> it's all just a big guesswork. Okay. Okay. <sighs> we're going to take it slow. Oh, that's good. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. I think that. we should walk that direction. What direction? Straight ahead. Okay. We haven't done that for a long we time. I walked over to Heritage Park in a while. I thought maybe okay. we'd do that. So you said maybe we should talk about turning on the dryer after putting clothes <laughs> in the dryer. 
right, we can probably make that work for 20 minutes. Uh -huh. Oh, goodness. I think. Therefore, I am. And we can talk about how about doing the little things, the mundane, the everyday, glorifies God. And it, if we do it because we love Him and we love those whom we serve by doing those things. So how am I going to fit that on, a, on the cover of the podcast for this episode? Oh, we can distill that down. It's got to be like eighty-three words, maybe in four-point font. Maybe Saint Therese and Mother Teresa lessons. How about the little things? Yeah, that's Saint Therese, the little way. Well, I was thinking more like, how do you eat an elephant? Oh, one bite at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah. Or, you ever been bitten by an elephant? No. You ever been stung by a bee? Yeah. So it's the little, little things, things that, that get, get you. you. Right? Yeah, see? Okay, so yeah. the next 18 and a half minutes are all yours, honey. <laughs> you do all kinds of little things that nobody even notices. Wow. And then you get tired and maybe a little frustrated because we don't recognize what you're doing no i don't get frustrated that you don't recognize what is being done i get frustrated when those are uh, stymied or otherwise negated by action or inaction that we've we've all talked about or that doesn't need to be done, you know, because I don't like redoing things. Yeah. So. But that's kind of what we do. We redo things. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like the dishes stay clean or the meal stays cooked and uneaten. Right. Or the laundry gets done and that's it. You don't ever have to do laundry again. Yes, but, you know, when a little thing like the dishes are supposed to be done and they don't get done, or a little thing like the laundry is supposed to be done and it doesn't get done, yeah, that's the, that's the frustrating thing. Yeah. So I, I'm not super familiar with the little flower, um, even though I had a friend whose shop was about four blocks away from her shrine in San Antonio. And Mother Teresa, I can come up with the, the pithy sayings that she's Ooh. shared, you know, about yeah. doing little things with great love. Or yeah. I'm sure I'm paraphrasing that. Improperly. That was actually the little flower that said that one. But Mother Teresa quoted her. Well, see, again, now you got 16 and a half minutes to fill it up. I've, you know? So the little things, okay. Well, what do you mean? Well, so I get tired of, you know, cooking dinner, for instance, right? Yeah. And 
you know, you've taught the boys to all thank me for, for dinner when I've cooked it. And it's, you know, it's pretty much habit now that they think, thank me for cooking dinner or you, whoever cooks it, we thank the person who's cooked it. Well, um, and I think it's genuine. It. And it's genuine. It is. It is. It's not like that's your ticket to leave the table or anything. Right. Like that, it used you know, to be. Like, like, well, yeah. So that's, you know, that's part of the training or whatever. But, um, but even when I'm thanked and I know that you're grateful for that service that I render the family by cooking dinner, um, I still get tired of doing it. You know, and tired of thinking up the meals and and all of that. And so, on the days or nights that I'm just like, Ugh, I need to cook dinner again. You know, I have to check myself and say, No, I get to make dinner for my family. I have food in my pantry that I can cook. I have a husband who has done the grocery shopping, so I don't have to do that. You know, I've. You know, I've got a job, we've got an apostolate, we've got the money flow in order to buy the food, to prepare it, you know, and be grateful for that and to love my family by fixing dinner graciously, not in a use and abuse, pity me sort of fashion. So... It's, it's checking your attitude as you do those things that you do all the time, over and over again. And it's recognizing God in those whom you are serving by whatever you're doing. Because, I mean, think about it. Pretty much everything we do affects other people in some way, shape, or form. Even if we're doing something by ourselves. Um, it's going to affect someone. So that effect, that ripple effect, we can, we can ripple out love, God's love and grace, or we can ripple out animosity and the, the devil's ick by how we respond to people by how we respond to those situations and circumstances and so that's what St. Therese of Lisieux meant by you know doing the little things with great love that's what Mother Teresa emulated in her life by serving the poorest of the poor who had no way of repaying her. She was serving Jesus the way that she could. Now, not all of us are called to the life of a sister, which St. Therese and Mother Teresa both were, but we can emulate their attitude, their love, their relationship with the Lord, in recognizing whatever vocation the Lord has for us. We do that with love. We don't do it in a resentful sort of way. And, you know, because I, I think 
at some point in everyone's life, you're going to have a, a part, a point where you're like, oh, I'm tired of this life. I want a different life. You know, I mean, that's why, you know, fiction is so popular because we want to escape a little bit, right? I, yeah, I'm sure, I, I believe that's one of the reasons, sure. You know, um, and there's nothing wrong with taking a break. You know, God created the Sabbath to rest for us. He didn't have to rest, you know. <laughs> Yet here we are God. walking, breathing hard. <laughs> no. Um, We're serving the Lord. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we, we take rest. We, we rejuvenate ourselves. And we're able to carry on the work that God asks us to do, whether it's feeding our children, our families, whether it's doing laundry, whether it's scrubbing our floors or somebody else's, whether it's, you know, delivering food or accepting help when we need it. And like Deacon Bill talked about today. Yeah. Yeah. So, Zach said twenty years ago. Yeah. There's there's a there's a grace to receiving someone's gift in the spirit in which it's given. You know, without looking at its value or cost, you just receive it and understand that. You know, they've been they've been given the grace to give and you've been given the grace to receive that gift. So I think you know there's there's the virtue of gratitude and um, charity certainly. Um, on both ends of that. But it's, you know, it's all in the little things. I mean, there's certainly people that do big things for God. You know, I'm not denying that. And I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. That That's a great thing. But there's a lot more people that don't have the calling to do the big things. We're called to do the little things. And, and a lot of times unnoticed and un, you know, unrecognized. Well, you know, they're all, no matter how big they are to us, they're all little things to God. True. And God does big things that we refuse to recognize. Right. You know, <laughs> I was listening, but I watched that squirrel go across yeah. the street. <laughs> and I thought, I should say, squirrel. Yeah. yeah but I didn't, because yeah. you were being profound. But it was right when you said Satan's ick. Yeah. And so I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, ick. And then I got on to icky, icky, icky. Because those are the knights who formerly said knee, or who no longer say knee. Yeah. But I bird walked one step further, got to the Holy Grail, and I got back to God. So that was good. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, but during that whole, all, all of that, 
I was thinking, you're right, because you you think, oh, I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm doing this for the people I love. I'm, and I'm thinking, oh, oh heck no. I'm, you're right. I'd get tired of... of, of I, I don't get tired of doing things anonymously. I, I like doing that. Yeah. You know? Right. I get tired of being taken for granted. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And it's hard to do the little things with love when you feel like you're being taken for granted. Yep. And uh, parents get taken for granted all the time. All the time. That's so that's it's kind of part of the job description. Yes, but yes, but the, you've got to teach the kids not to. Right, and then when you teach them not to, and they still do, that's the that's the that's I think that's the, the yeah that's the the crux of the matter. Yeah. I think. Um, and I use that word on purpose. The crux. The cross. That's the crux. Oh, look at you! See, I'm thinking biscuits. The crux of the biscuit. What? It's not the crust of the biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. See what I put up with? What? (sighs) Anyway, so. You know, I don't think of it as doing little things with great love. I'm I, I'm thinking it's got to be done. You, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've been told to be out of the house a couple times this week. Yep. By our middle son, and it's our anniversary week, and so I'm thinking, okay, so when am I going to get this stuff done? You know, and. And I'll do it, and I won't feel unappreciated or underappreciated. I mean, the yeah, I pay the bills, you know. Mm-hmm. I like you say you do the grocery shopping. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I, you know, I wouldn't. There's a actually there's a post on the site. Um, I forget what it's what it's called. A day in the life of a house spouse, I think. Oh yeah. You know, and I think that was August of 2018. Yeah, something. I just, um, just wrote down everything. I, you everything did I did, day. and I forget it's a hundred something or whatever. It's, yeah, and that was before like two o'clock. Yeah, you know, and so that was probably a day I was not feeling appreciated, and I was not doing things with great love because I was like, why didn't anybody appreciate me? Howdy. You know? Hi. Hi, how, how are, are you? you? Good. Are you all new neighbors? No, 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 no. We're just walking around. We're yeah. just walking around. Yep. Oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah, we're, we're about to have a little neighborhood meeting. And awesome. Oh, cool. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you got great weather for it. Yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, because this isn't the Escondido. This is the Heritage mm-hmm. yeah. neighborhood. Yep. yep. We don't have we don't have meetings in our neighborhood. We just call no. the cops. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so you know, little things with great love. I don't know. How are y'all? Pretty good. How are you? Good. We're good. Thank you. Um, 
But I think anybody who's listened to this or who knows me knows that I got so far to go, there ain't no hope of getting there. Oh, there is hope, though. Well. Jesus says there is. Yes, I know. I, what I mean is time's going to run out before I reach that perfection, but I'm on the road to it, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I look back 10 years ago. got to keep praying and working towards it. Right, It's not right. going to happen automatically. No, no, you're right. You know, and 10 years ago, you know, I, I wasn't. I wasn't all about the being who you're supposed to be. You know, so the, uh, the process has been a lot shorter than, than, than you. You were certainly raised by two fine people, good people, who do little things for each other and for their family and for their neighbors and for the world. Yeah, I definitely had some good role models in my parents. And they, they don't seek recognition. No. And they don't necessarily get it. I mean, there's not a lot of yeah. trophies, <laughs> you know, and no. plaques hanging around your your no. parents' house. They're, to me, they're, their trophies are you and your siblings and, and their extended family. Yeah. I agree. And they would agree with that, too. Well, if you could convince them to agree with it, you know, if you could, if you yeah. could get them to, to you know, yeah. to, to accept that they had something to do with it, you know. Um, I mean, it's obvious that kind of humility is possible. But... I mean, gee, this this topic tells me like, who am I? And not not in a bad way. Not that I'm putting myself down or anything, but I mean, holy smokes! Then we got to walk past this guy with the mower that I want. Yeah. Jeez. You know what I found out recently? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't recently. You know uh, Bishop Mike of yes. San Angelo. Yes, well, I know Bishop Mike of San Angelo. When he was in uh, high school, uh, I guess maybe a senior year, I don't know. And he actually worked for the company here in town with the green vehicles and oh, stuff yeah? like that. And he was a whiz at the weed eater, but he liked <laughs> driving those <laughs> zero turn things, yeah. you know, with the two handles, where right. like driving a tank, yeah. you know. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know why that well popped up because that guy's driving one, you know. Anyway, there's that house we almost rented. Yeah. Remember that? That's a nice house. Yeah. I, I still like that office back behind the garage or above the garage. Yeah. It was the open, the the open garage area without the door that yeah. turned us off pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so little things. See, like we said, you know, the little things get you, you know. Yeah. They get me, you know. Yeah. And uh, Well, but the little things also add up, you know, we're... Yeah, and the, Satan's pile of ick. <laughs> well, but 
but on the flip side, the, the, the good little things add up to great things. What, what is the opposite of ick? <laughs> Love, charity, <laughs> generosity. <laughs> I just summed up all the, you know, sinfulness yeah. and temptations and, into ick. Okay. You're right. So the opposite of ick is love. How about that? How about the opposite of ick is ickness? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, huh? oh. uh, all right. Well, I guess uh, okay. I'm done. That's it for yep, me. Yep. Yep. Now you're going to have to put the definition of ickness and what the, what the <laughs> representative of what yeah, that represents and, and all that. And, anyway. And I'm going to, that's, I got no more brain cells, no more little gray cells to offer up. To, to rub together. That's right. To offer up. Fishy, 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 fish. fish. See, that's another thing. You know, another Monty Python thing. Yeah. And you got the the icky icky guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to chop down the tallest tree in, in the in the forest with an herring. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and a herring. No, that's the mackerel. Anyway, uh, see, it's all connected. It's all so connected. all these little things you do make these ripples. Yep that affect everything and everybody else right. in these little ways that it's all connected. That's right. See, see, see. you were talking about segues earlier. Well, I just yeah. yes, segued. You did. You know, you did. And God, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we're done. <laughs> I guess so. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com, to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff that we have available. We are a nonprofit organization, and as such, are tax-deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.